Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. We had ourselves a doozy in week number two. There's no way to sugarcoat it. There is good and bad, bad and good. Um, a lot of uh, disappointing outings and a lot of, of really good, you know, explosions. But but some total, it's hard to piece together uh, a roster, it seems, coming out of week two that doesn't have, like, one bust, one explosion, one bust rotating through your lineup. Um, it, it's absolutely crazy. I've got uh, lint all over me. Um but we're going to go over each of the games. We're going to talk about what we might be able to do. We got a lot of questions already about Kyle Pitts and uh, and Kyle Shanahan. And, and just unbelievable that Kyle Shanahan ruined this kid, Trey Lance. Ruined him. Ruined him. Completely destroyed his career. And, and, and uh, you know, yeah, Zeke Elliott being replaced by Pollard. There's a lot of good coming out of week two. There, there's a lot of bad as well. Every week's, every week's like this though. You know, there's always going to be good and bad in, in every single week of the fantasy football season. Uh, Taylor disappointed. JT crushed a lot of people. So we can't we can't come out of weeks one and two and completely overreact. There are some pivots and, and things we need to kind of change our, uh, um, our thinking on. Like Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne is definitely a guy we've got to unfortunately not, not cut, not release. Um, not sell dirt cheap, but just maybe, maybe consider putting on the bench until he gets utilized properly because he's got the talent, but clearly they don't want to use him, and and that's disappointing. Uh, but but ETNs should not be dropped or anything like that. We just may have to look at our alternate options. Ju uh, says now I have no QB. Should I trade Javante for Hertz or AJ Brown? You can't trade Javante straight up for those guys, but do I make a trade? Um, you might have to, but you should have another quarterback on your roster, Juice. Do you have, like, Davis Mills or anybody that you could throw in there? Um, you literally have zero quarterback backup plan. Um, we got to get you get you somebody. Um, Malik Willis might be somebody that comes out and saves somebody that's in a bind where no there's no starting viable quarterback on your on your waiver wire, and you need to grab somebody and, and have a prayer for some answer down the road. Uh, Malik Willis, I think, will come out and be pretty good once he takes over um, in, in Tennessee, I had Trey, Javante, ETN, JJ Brown, and Curtis Samuel. Look, I mean, Javante looked phenomenal per touch. And, and this, this guy Hackett is a hack job of a coach, horrible play calling, horrible game management. And unfortunately that we're stuck with him on the year. Our only hope is that they continue to feed him. And, uh, you know, ETN, yeah, ETN is killing people. JT killed people today. Uh, Barkley had a pretty pretty bad day, disappointing day. There were a grip of underperforming players. Underperforming players. Um, and and it, it's, you know, we adjust and adapt. We've got to figure out what we're going to do. Um, let's go over all the uh, the stats and, and see what what uh, what's what. So appreciate everybody being in here. Uh, you know, I I I I'm gonna try my best to help you guys get out of any hole you might be in, or uh, recover from any injury or loss you might have. Uh, it, it's always a rough week or two, week one or week two for 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 a lot of people because you can easily bust. You know, in one week you can easily bust two weeks in a row. There have been times where I want to say it was like Antonio Brown uh, multiple weeks ago. Uh, or multiple multiple seasons ago, multiple seasons ago, like uh, I want to say, like almost like twenty 
2016, 2017, something like that, where he busted, like, I think it was like six or seven straight weeks in a row. I forget what year it was, if anybody remembers that year. But people were freaking out. And I'm not saying a lot of the guys that are struggling now, we can afford for them to bust for six, seven straight weeks. But I'm just saying it's happened before. We need to make sure we do the right combination of, of buying low and selling high on the right players and not overreact send somebody packing and then they blow up on someone else's team and then you're you're even more upset so it's a fine line between being reactive and trying to figure out what to do look tua exploded in that game we we do still have the tua goggles i mean i don't know maybe maybe we just keep these things on full time i uh, to be honest with you before that fourth quarter it was almost you were almost ready to say, okay, yeah, Tua's not going to get it. And then the fourth quarter came. And it was a completely different Tua. It was a completely different team. It was the craziest comeback I've ever seen. And Tyreek Hill, as much as Tyreek Hill is you know, partly responsible for that, Tua is what he is. You are your environment. And when you're loaded with this much weaponry around you, you're going to be productive. And honestly, Tua Tua's delivering. Who was delivering? So yeah, the goggles stay on. Um, what a, what a comeback! What an amazing job by Tua! What an amazing job by Tua! Um, that Ravens loss, yeah, that that did hurt to watch. Um, look, Lamar looks good too. That's one player I was down on. Um, not so much because you know he doesn't have talent, but just I didn't think that the Ravens were going to be able to replace Hollywood Brown as quick as they did and the way they did. Now there are two good juicy matchups for Week One and Two. So we'll see what happens moving forward. But but if if Lamar stays healthy, which is my biggest concern for him because they run him so much, if Lamar stays healthy, it's an MVP run. He's on an MVP caliber run. There's no question about it. It's a matter of can he stay healthy? Will he endure too many hits? Watching Trey Lance, you know, go down, just try running one play up the gut, uh, dialed up by Shanahan, who want who who just awful head coach, awful head coach. Just, just an awful head coach. The decision after decision, this guy, this guy makes with personnel and those kind of calls, uh, completely destroyed this kid. And and I don't think I don't I don't know I I've I've little hope that he bounces back. I I I just can't. He too many things going against him. Uh, Shanahan setting him up for failure from the beginning. The pressure on him. Who knows how much that plays into how hard he was even trying to muster up an extra yard because he's trying to keep Shanahan in this situation off his back. I'm just so disappointed in Shanahan. Uh, what's up with Burrow? I don't know. Uh, offensive line. Offensive line. The the Bengals have to fix some things. The Bengals have a lot lot of work to do to kind of change change things up. So, uh, I, honestly, I, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like we got to be patient with Burrow. But at the same time, I understand a lot of you are freaking out. So, I don't know. I, I I don't know what to tell you other than let's 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 make sure we're not overreactive on on the Burrow front. Let's make sure we're not overreactive on Jamar Chase. Don't be overreactive on JT having a bad week. Don't be overreactive on a lot of things. But maybe it's potential, uh, you know, buy low time on a guy like Camara who disappointed his owners in week two. Maybe it's a buy low opportunity on CMC and maybe it's also additionally a, a sell high opportunity on CNC CMC sometimes yeah this Cardinal game is crazy unbelievable win for the Cardinals unbelievable win what a what a tough victory um it's gonna be there's gonna be 
I would say there'd be riots here in Arizona, but our fan base is so um, uh, fair weather that it's you know they're they're in it when when it's good and they're they're out when it's bad. So a lot of people from Arizona have moved here; they haven't grown up here. Uh, it's like a transplant um, state, so you know it kind of is the reason why there's not a lot of hardcore fan fans here. But man, what a, what a what a what an amazing couple games! Like in terms of football, like the comeback from the or this game by the Cardinals, this uh, uh, this Dolphin game, unbelievable, unbelievable comebacks. Yeah, uh, you know, we just you gotta you gotta play it, you gotta play it, you gotta play it safe with Burrow. Like if you trade Burrow away and he he bounces back and explodes, you're gonna be upset. You're gonna be sick to your stomach more than you are right now. You know, it's two weeks. It's two weeks. There, there's, there's a lot of good and bad. Uh, Etn is a bad. St. Brown dropping massive wads all over the field. Swift looking phenomenal, although he's banged up and he's, he's kind of limited. Swift looks phenomenal. Javante looks great. He's just not getting the run. He's just not getting the run. I wish he was. And, and Hackett is completely destroying the the running back one value that he has. But is he by low potential? Heading into week number three, absolutely. Like, am I trying to buy low on J- on Javante all day long? But is there a risk that Hackett screws it up all year long? Are is this a worse situation than last year? It is possible. You replace one horrible decision maker with another, and this one might even be worse for Javante. But but I do believe that talent will shine through and float to the top. I do believe they know he's amazing. I think it's bad play calling. But um, you know, we we gotta we gotta have faith in Javante. We gotta have faith in Burrow. I don't think these guys are bust potential players. They're just going through a, a slump right now. Just like you can't you can't overreact to JT. You know you can't overreact to, overreact to JT. Um, Kyle Pitts. I mean, you gotta be worried about his situation. His situation is pretty bad. And, and and Garrett Wilson to the moon. Garrett Wilson definitely needs to be, I would say, on to the moon. Everyone's top one to two ads for this week if he's available. We'll have to go through the, the waiver wire ads. Um, if you're on my Zoom calls, I'll drop the link here. We're gonna go over on the marker board the top waiver wire picks for uh, week number three. So if you want to get involved in that, just join the nine ninety nine. YouTube exclusive membership. You can cancel anytime. It's all safe and secure, done through YouTube. It's not done through me. It's done through YouTube. And then in the community tab, if anybody has that on in the community tab, you will see, you can click on the community tab and the links will be dropped there. Do you think I sh- you should trade Michael Thomas? That's another one. It looked amazing in week one. Looked bad in week number two. Um, Kirk, Kirk looking great. Uh, Ron Navy loved Kirk in the, in the offseason. Kirk, Kirk looks really good. Um, Curtis Samuel's looking good. BWK, he continues to deliver. Um, Elijah Moore sucks, says uh, Libra. Libra? Lib- was that? I can't even see it so small. Libra? Libra the God? Libra the God says Elijah Moore sucks. Okay. Schultz a bust. He kind of got hurt in this game. And, and da- I mean, yeah. I mean, whether it's, whether it's Dak or whether it's Schultz or whether it's a combination of it all. You know, Dak going down crushed Schultz's value and upside. Waller did me well this week, says Streak. T. Higgins is back. Let's hope he catches more footballs. JD says Saquon Barkley question mark. I mean, he vanished, bro. It, it was uh it was a it was a rough week for a lot of players. Let's get into um let's get into some of these uh 
uh, outings here. We'll start off with the Texans and the Broncos. Uh, so, looking at the quarterback play, 176, no TDs, no INTs. Davis Mills didn't bring a strong outing in this one, but I still think he's a, a solid backup quarterback. Um, he usually scores two TDs. Uh, so, I, I would say uh, Lamb did did all right. Yeah, Lamb's, Lamb, Lamb's going to be a little bit disappointing. Um, yeah. Macho, you're coming a little salty, bro. I, not everything's going to go the way. You barely talked him up all preseason, and he's the best rookie. Uh, Macho, you're coming a little salty here, okay? Now, I can't predict everything. I'm doing the best I can. Things are going to go bad. Things are going to go good. We're going to have a combination of both. Um, uh, London looks great. What do you want me to say? He looks great. He looks good. They're feeding him. We need Pitts to do better. We need Pitts to do a lot better. Uh, Pierce looked very, very, very solid. Um, looked very, very solid. And, uh, 15 carries for 69 yards. He just needs more work. Nico Collins, four for 58. Nothing. Brandon Cooks, four for 54. We need, we need more out of that, that passing attack for Cooks to do well. So that's, that's to be expected. 15 carries for 75 yards. I mean, what more can Javante do than, than that? And he looks fantastic every time he's touching the ball. The only reason he didn't have six or seven yards or, or seven to eight yards per carry, or at least six and a half to seven, is because he ran a couple times at the end to dilute those numbers down. But but I mean, Javante's delivering. It's just they're not feeding him the football. And they only threw to him one time for 10 yards in this game. So this is a this is a, it's a coaching debacle. You know, between 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 Shanahan and Hackett. They're the worst. They're the worst. Thank you, Mr. TD. Look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be raw. Like I know people are gonna come in salty about one or two players that they had on their team that did bad. There's some good and there's bad. Burrow didn't do well. Burrow hasn't done well yet. Burrow should get better. ETN hasn't done well. St. Brown exploded. DeAndre Swift exploded. Like there's gonna be good and bad. There's gonna be good and bad. It's about being reactive in the right ways. You know, you can't, you can't, Hackett is a horrible coach, I agree. I, I think he he's a mis, he, he mismanages time, he mismanages personnel, he makes horrible decisions. Uh, Curtis Samuel, the real deal, I th- that's a tough question. Like, I know you, a lot of you are going to say, Smitty, are you going to keep doubling down on not believing in Curtis Samuel? I'm not saying I don't believe in Curtis Samuel. Never once did I say Curtis Samuel was garbage. I'm only saying it's hard to count on the production to continue even even through two weeks when he's the third wide receiver option because I still believe Dotson is probably the better option long term on the whole season. Like you can take week one and two and say, yeah, Curtis is amazing. I like Curtis Samuel. He's a wide receiver three. And never once have I said he's not a wide receiver three. He's definitely in consideration for your wide receiver three. You just don't want to have conversations with people where they're, they're like, should I put St. Brown on the bench for Curtis Samuel. Should I put this player on the bench for Curtis Samuel? He is a 100% amazing consideration for your flex player wide receiver three. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You just can't put put on the bench a wide receiver two. You need to have this conversation with the wide receiver three role. Um, so I, I know what everyone keeps saying. I don't like Curtis Samuel. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. 
I'm just saying he's a wide receiver three, an excellent wide receiver three. He's balling out. Amon Ross St. Brown is tearing it up. Easy top 10 finish. I mean, he's looking like a, a massive baller. Um, DTWD, appreciate you. Jags fan right now. Look, Trevor Lawrence looked good. He did good. ETN is letting us down. No question about it. Wentz got you 30 points today. Not bad. Tyreek wasn't lying about Tua. Uh, well, he, <laughs> I, I mean, he definitely has something to do with making Tua look good. But it doesn't matter. Fantasy doesn't matter. You can't separate situation from player. You can't take someone's quarterback away or someone's wide receiver away. It is what it is. Tua is delivering. Mike McDaniel has an amazing offense. I, I counted that, that team out in the fourth quarter, as did anybody. And and McDaniel and Tua and and Tyreek and and Waddle, they all came with their A game and proved everybody wrong because no one thought they were coming back in that fourth quarter. I bet you the biggest Dolphin fan in the world almost shut the TV off and walked away. That was a fantastic comeback finish. Um, unbelievable. Jamar Chase, Burrow, Pitts killed you, meet the woo. You're not alone. You're not alone, pal. Brees Hall looking better. I mean, he he did well given the, the work that they gave him. I, I love what Brees Hall did. He just needs the ball more. He just needs the ball, and I, I think they'll probably give it to him more, but we have no guarantees on that. We have no guarantees on anything right now. That's why we got to use this week to adjust and adapt, pivot, bob and weave, and figure out the best way to get out of some of these situations or buy low on some of these situations. Um... Okay. Uh, DTWD, how about Arizona's finish? That was phenomenal. That game and the and the the Raven game was was absolutely amazing entertainment. Waddle is a monster. Okay, let's get to this this next uh next set of uh, games and scores and look it over. Monty, prove the doubters wrong, Monty. Yeah, hopefully he gets uh, a shot here. Okay, so here's here's uh. Here's the stats here for this Texans. Oh, we already did this one. Texans, uh, Texans and Broncos. Just pathetic. Here is uh, here's this another pathetic outing. It was, I mean, the afternoon games. Aside from the Rams and then the Cardinals at the end of the game, there pathetic performances. Pathetic across the board. The afternoon games looked like Thursday night games. It, it was ridiculous. It was horrible. Um, yeah, Pitts. We don't know what's going on with Pitts, Biffy. We have no clue. This is a situation. But, I mean, I buy low in the right circumstance, bro. I buy low. There's certain players I'll buy low on. Um, Mixon, 19 carries for 57 yards. Burrow, 199 and 1. Um, it was just a, a horrible offensive performance. Uh, blocking. Burrow got just smashed all day long. And we're lucky Burrow's not out for the year. The way that he was getting smashed and and, uh, and and just like clobbered every time he dropped back to pass. They got to fix that. Higgins, 6 for 71 and a touchdown finally showing up. Jamar Chase, 5 for 54. You can bet your bottom dollar Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow will be on the buy low list. You could also bet your bottom dollar they'll both be in the panic chamber. Like, you know, we got to put them in the panic chamber. I mean, I got to be I got to be honest with that. You got to put him in the panic chamber. That a couple of those Tyree catches 
I mean, God, he was wide open on that one touchdown grab. I believe it was the one, the first or the second one. Then that Waddle touchdown. So the the touchdown that the they, they put it over the top was that Waddle scored. The touchdown before that, that Tyreek Hill touchdown. Tyreek was just wide open. Oh my God. Uh, but you can bet your bottom dollar. I'm going to be talking about Jamar Chase and Burrow as both buy low and also panic chamber players. You go after Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. There's some risk. There's some risk. I mean, there's risk. They're not delivering right now. There's, of course, there's going to be risk. But I still buy low in certain scenarios, especially if you're selling high on other players that you do want to get out of. Um. Mixon, uh, Boyd, there's nothing nothing to cry home about there. Uh, Brown, Noah Brown, five catches for 91 yards and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb did okay, seven for 75. This is what we fear, though, that he won't get the touchdowns. So, um, Elliott, 15 carries for 53 yards. Pollard, the more effective player, nine carries for 43 and a touchdown. Pollard, four catches for 55 yards. Pollard's the guy. Pollard needs to be given the work. I don't know if they've noticed that yet. I'm, tar- I'm starting Tua going forward. It depends on the situation. Nigel with a super are the moon men on the Apollo 13 mission. Not all of them, bro. <laughs> we still got we still got some broskies the in there. Man. Look, dropping Hertz and AJ Brown are fine. Space. St. Brown's fine. Joe Burrow and 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 Javante, in my opinion, will be fine. Space Moon says Pierce is getting more and more work. We've got some guys down here that are injured and, and off of the list. We might be vaulting up uh, uh, Kenneth Walker soon. We're going to leave him right there. But Pollard's looking good on the rise. Trey's Trey's gone. She's so upset at Shanahan right now. On the rise, these guys are more stabs in the dark. This guy's looking phenomenal. The phenomenal. The Moon Men are fine. The Moon Men are fine. They'll they'll, they'll bounce back, bro. And in the space, the He's Mars on Men a shuttle to Mars. You know, Mars Men. Hall's on his way up. Javante and Burrow by low. Smart Chase by low. Swift's doing fine. Loads. We're drop. not touching that. The Moon Men. We're going to swap out and keep the Moon Men up to date. The Mars Men will probably stay put. Etn. Where's Etn? We don't even know where Etn is. Waddle to the moon potentially, bro. Don't drop Stevenson. Wait on him you, with Harris getting banged up. we got to figure out how hurt Harris is and, and how much time he's going to miss. Kamara owner reached out for Higgins or Sutton. I'd give up Sutton for Kamara in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? I'd trade Higgins for, for Kamara if, if, if you can get that done. Look, Higgins is good, but Kamara still, just because Kamara missed a game doesn't mean Kamara is not worth, and just because he has the risk of being raptured from the NFL at some point during the year, doesn't mean he's not worth, you know, getting in a trade at what is equivalent to easily fourth or fifth round value. So you do that in a heartbeat. Would I try for Sutton? I would. I would try for Sutton. Also, uh, have St. Brown, is he, and he's not going anywhere. Yeah, don't trade St. Brown, broski. Don't even consider it. Najee looks really iffy right now because of the offense and I still worry about his foot um one of the best buy lows of the week was Tyreek Hill he's that window's closed Tyreek Hill is a fantastic buy low and he blew up <sighs> man some of this stuff is just frustrating and week, week two week one and week two are always a little frustrating ETN like Sandra Bullock lost in space yeah but she made it out alive we'll, we'll see if uh, ETN can figure it out um, uh, let's see. 
Harris limped off toward the end of the game. Yeah, we're going to have to look at Damian Harris. Cardinals had a good game, that's true. Trade Chubb for Kamara. At this point, you probably want to keep Nick Chubb, bro. Chubb's going off. He's going bonkers. I mean, I look to explore if you need to make a trade to try and get a lot of great buy low assets for Nick Chubb. If you can't win with Nick Chubb, if you can win with Nick Chubb, why trade or get rid of what's working? Why try and fix what isn't broken? Najee for Kamara straight up? I would probably do that, Sam. Because Kamara's probably... I mean, we're guessing right now, but Kamara's probably coming back next week. And Najee doesn't look like he's going to be the same this year. Not to mention he's got the offensive line and the foot issue. So I would definitely explore that. I would try and get a little more if you can. Kyler puts up puts the Cardinals on his back. Kyler did really well. I gave him a little hard time at, at the half. I said Kyler, Kyler needs to, to you know... He, he was looking awful. And then, you know, the first game, he looked awful. He wasn't reading defenses. He was looking pathetic. And then he just flipped a switch in the in the fourth quarter there. Looked absolutely unreal. Looked like a different quarterback. Looked like a different quarterback. It was unreal. Unreal. Yeah, London. London looking good. We could give London a moonshot. London's, to the moon. London's looking great. Um, Why can't we get that out of Kyle Pitts? I don't know. Uh, Kamara, yeah, Tripod fans are sad today. At least the cousin of the Tripod, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, and A.J. Brown is, is looking good. Wilson is brutal. ETN is basically a rookie. Give him another, until week eight, says Ronaldo. I, I'm in agreement with that. You got to bench him if you got a better option, but you don't want to cut ETN. We're going to see ETN cut in an uncomfortable amount of leagues, and it's going to be brutal. Uh, Drew C., as says as a Niner fan, Shannon doesn't win the Super Bowl this year. He's fired. He should be fired anyway. Drew C. I don't care about winning the game today. Uh, you know, Trey would have won the game today too. And it, that's what makes me sick. Is that everybody thinks that swapping Trey out now is what got you guys the win. And that's what makes me sick to my stomach. And Shanahan ruined this kid. Trey Lance is done. Probably done. Maybe he's not. Who knows. But he's done for the year. But he's done. I mean, he I, coming back from this, Shanahan is... A, an awful coach in so many ways. Awful, awful in so many ways. Brees Hall, season boys, says Kyle. I hope so, bro. Panic Chamber Hawkinson, maybe a little bit. Super Bowl, I said not, not the win. Panic Chamber Schultz, yeah, of course. Kyle Pitts is the Panic Chamber. Burroughs in the Panic Chamber. Uh, Jamar Chase is in the Panic Chamber. But just because you're in the Panic Chamber doesn't mean I don't buy I'm buying Burrow and, 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 and Chase where I I, th- I think it's smart for my team in the build. If I'm looking good, I'm not making any trades. You know, or I'm, I'm only trading if it's an offer I can't refuse. Yeah, just Shanahan. So, pathetic performance across the board on this game. The, all afternoon games were awful. This is a pathetic performance. Jets, Browns. Flacco, 307 and 4. We can get 307 and 4 out of Flacco, but we can't get 307 and 2 out of Joe Burrow. This is the part that frustrates me beyond frustration, is to see something like this, where you get get Flacco against a pretty tough defense, throwing 307 and 4 TDs, and you can't get Joe Burrow. This is why I'm not selling Joe Burrow cheap or giving up on Joe Burrow. 
It's going to happen. Ziggy, off. Nick Chubb, 87 and three tutties. Mari Cooper, 101 and one TD. I'm selling high on on that. I'm selling high on that all day. Garrett Wilson, top waiver wire pickup of of, uh, of the year so far. Confidence level going to be pretty high. Garrett Wilson, eight catches for 102 and two TDs. He brought he brought it. Him and London are looking really good. Him and London look like they could carry you at a wide receiver three uh, uh, expectation level and, and hit home runs and give you like wide receiver two value. So Garrett Wilson needs to be on your waiver wire, you know, top priority. Uh, Brees Hall. Looking phenomenal. Only getting seven totes of the rock, though. He needs more than that. He needs more. He's getting about seven yards per carry. I think maybe we should give him more more carries, don't you think? Dude pulled in a touchdown pass, a 10-yard reception. I like what we see out of Brees Hall. Chubb, I would sell high potentially, but only if you can't win with Chubb. Mark, listen to what I'm saying. I don't want anybody to go out and trade Chubb. As if I'm saying Chubb's going to bust. I'm saying trade Chubb if you need something and he can get it for you. If your team can't win and you're being honest with yourself and you're giving yourself an honest inventory, then, and you say to yourself, you need something, go ahead and trade Chubb for multiple pieces if it makes sense. Otherwise, why trade Chubb if you have a team that doesn't need fixing? Okay, the same goes for any player. You got a big name player popping off and looking good. There's no reason to trade them unless the offer is too good to refuse. Like, I'm not shopping Nick Chubb if my team's balling out. But if I'm not doing well, I lost my week. I lost my week one and I've got Nick Chubb balling out. You need to look to different options or you could just continue to play for second place and have Nick Chubb on your roster. Like, th- these are the kind of things you have to be honest about with yourself and your team. Um, if you could punch that thumb up button, I'd appreciate it. 325 of you in here. I wish we had better news. I wish week two was amazing across the board. It's it, You know, this is the way it is. We, we adjust and adapt. And that's what the Panic Chamber episode will be about. The waiver wire episode and the buy low sell high. And then we'll take it into the start bench advice on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And try and tweak these situations the best we can and improve them all. Uh, CMC, uh, he'll probably be on the buy list and the trade list. He'll be in the panic chamber, but he's also a buy low and sell high at the same time. There are players that will cross over that line and be a good buy low, but also be a good sell high. Um, might lose because of Pitts, says Noah. I'm sorry to hear that, Noah. He definitely needs to step up big time. So, Commanders... Gibson, 14 carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. He always seems to survive off touchdowns. Curtis Samuel, as I've mentioned already, looking very, very good as a very, very solid, amazing wide receiver three option for you. Is he the number one in Washington? I don't I don't think he's the number one in Washington long term. Do I feel like he could become that? Sure. Sure. But he is an absolute amazing wide receiver three flex. Go forward. No question about it. I just, the part I have a problem with is people all week were talking about wide receiver twos to put on their bench. Like there was a couple questions of St. Brown as an example, or Curtis Samuel. I, I, I like I like Curtis Samuel. 
I like Curtis Samuel. I didn't call Curtis Samuel a bust all week, like everyone is assuming that I did, because I said he can't be considered as your wide receiver two. He's a wide receiver three. Even with two amazing weeks, he's got to be your locked and loaded wide receiver three, but you can't put him at your wide receiver one or two and put guys you drafted in the third and fourth round on the bench. So is he a wide receiver three? Absolutely. Get him out there as your wide receiver three. Don't look back. Don't take him out of your lineup. I'm not saying to doubt him whatsoever. I, I, I love him in your wide receiver three role right now. He's delivering. Would I start Higby or Logan Thomas over Schultz going forward? We'll have to take that play it by ear, as especially after we see how Schultz is injury-wise. For right now, I assume, yeah. I would say like Logan Thomas or Higby, we'll have to see matchup-wise which, which looks better. But being that he's banged up and not producing and has the quarterback situation, which is to blame mainly, um, in my opinion, for going south for him. But, but yeah, uh, we got some super chats here. Let me get to these. I'm sorry, guys, making you wait. DTWD says, I believe Travis Etienne will be fine. I believe the game script played a role today. We dominated. When losing, we will throw to Etienne. It's obvious when watching, he's a big play machine. I agree with that. I think you're not crazy to sit him in any league if anybody's contemplating it until he proves it. But I would not drop him. We're going to see him cut in an uncomfortable amount of leagues. And he should be scooped up if he's ever cut because Etienne's still got a lot of appeal. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, it's the same thing as R- RG3, Red. I, I agree with you. It's 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 disgusting, man. He ruined his career. Bateman sell high for sure. Traded him for DJ Moore. Look, Bateman, Bateman looks good. Bateman looks good. He looks fast. And and Kyler, Kyler, Kyler and Bateman have a good connection. I think Bateman, I, I wouldn't be so quick to sell him high. I would entertain it, just like I said with Nick Chubb. You'd be crazy to sell Nick High or Nick Nick High. Nick Chubb high or low, you're not crazy to sell him if you need to make a trade to win and compete. If your honest assessment of your team is, I've got Nick Chubb and I'm 0-2 and I'm banged up. I need this. I need that. Trading Nick Chubb is not a bad idea in that scenario. People don't listen to what I'm saying and they say, you said to trade Nick Chubb. Um, Trade Nick Chubb if you need to. Trade, Trade Bateman if you need to. Keep Bateman if you can. Trade him if you need to. There's so many different reasons why you might have Bateman as trade bait because you can't really get what you should be getting from, let's say, your wide receivers. Like, let's say you have Jamar Chase and you don't want to sell him even remotely low. You have another player that's that's doing well, like St. Brown, that you just don't want to get rid of, period. And then you have another wide receiver that you can't put on your bench and you got Bateman as your fourth then that's a, a player you could trade to upgrade your running back room that might be struggling right now. So there's always reason to look to explore trading. Um, let's see here. Thank you for that super chat, pal. What a what a crazy week. What a crazy week. Pierce on my bench. Pierce did good. He just didn't get the run he needed to. Okay, so back to the look at the the Lions' leading rusher was St. Brown. He was also the leading wide receiver. Dude had 116 yards, nine receptions, and again, double-digit targets, 12 targets, two TDs, uh, uh, and 116 receiving, uh, 68 yards rushing off two carries. Swift looking phenomenal, but just not getting the touches. Uh, He's been banged up, so they were trying to keep him healthy, but he had five rushes for 56 yards 
And then he had that two catches for 31 yards and the touchdown. So overall, Swift had a very good game considering. And and I love I love I love Swift. If for any reason his owner is worried about him, I'd buy low. I would definitely buy low. McLaurin four for 75. I'm not feeling because of the threat of of Curtis Samuel and the spread spreading out of everything there, and Dotson looking strong and Logan Thomas catching you know a touchdown and getting some targets. I fear McLaurin is a wide receiver one ever again in Washington. It just doesn't, it feels like they're all going to bleed into each other. Uh, and, and everyone's right. If, if you like Curtis Samuel, he could he could be that guy any given week, as could McLaurin, as could Dotson. And so, given I don't believe in Carson Wentz, I mean, he, he was such a disappointment, and then all of a sudden, boom, the stats and yardage were there. I don't know that I'm trusting him to have a shootout every week uh, and have success every week doing that. So I, I I do I do I do wonder how consistent Wentz will be on the year. Um, looks like uh, the Green Bay Packer game just started. Pitched uh, Aaron Jones for a little run. Rashad Bateman this year breakout receiver. He definitely looks really really good right now. Uh, again, a hold or a sell depending on you know what you got what you uh, what you got to do with your your team. How you need to adjust and adapt. How you got to build what you got on your roster. Um, Zapata's 0-2. Who's the second waiver wire pickup? Uh, we'll have to get into that, bro. We don't have all that. We're going to do that at halftime of this Green Bay game on the Zoom calls. If you guys want to be on that, I'll pin the link. Uh, uh, Bruce says Jimmy G season. Uh, the Bruce has been a member for three months of the video calls. Bruce, I better see you on that video call today. Tonight, if you can. Jimmy G season. I've been saying it all off season. Wins a Super Bowl. No. I appreciate you, the Bruce, and I appreciate your super chat or your uh I mean sorry, your uh your exclusive membership message. But uh I uh I don't know. It's not if he if the team wins, it's not him. It's frustrating. It's really frustrating. Okay, let's go on to the next uh, game. Bucks Saints. Brady, 190 and 1. Fournette, 24 for 65. Evans, 3 for 61. Perriman, 3 for 45. Very disappointing fantasy outing. Across the board, there's so many disappointing fantasy outings. Ingram actually looked like he had some good bursts, but 10 for 60. Alave, 5 for 80 isn't bad. Mike Thomas, 6 for 65 and 1. That was a pretty decent day for Mike, Mike Thomas, but you got to worry about his quarterback situation. If you're not worried about Winston, then you're not watching the game. There's a lot to be concerned here. Uh, that's that's The Panthers is the next game. Panthers-Giants. Barkley had a very disappointing outing. 21 carries for 72 yards. Um, he ended up doing kind of good at the end there. There, there was a struggle the whole game, and then he finally kind of picked up the slack there. Um, and then just kind of finished with a mediocre game. Same as Javante. I mean, very similar outings. You know, did, needed to be used more. Needed to be used more, plain and simple. No real wide receivers to cry home about here uh, on, on the Giants side of the football. DJ Moore, at least he caught a touchdown. Three for 43. That was nice to see. Christian McCaffrey struggled all game. And then he broke off a 50-yard run, which put him over 102 total yards rushing the ball. If not for that carry, he would have been probably one of the biggest buy low and sell high candidates we've seen. We'll see on the, in the first half of the season. But because of that 102-yard effort, because he caught four passes for 26 yards, 
he'll still be a sell low or sell high um, for people. And, and also a buy low. It just won't be as crazy of a buy low or sell high. But definitely like just a bland. I mean, all these games are just duds. People are wondering like, how, how did you have a bad week? I mean, game after game. It's just disappointment after disappointment. There was not uh, there was not a whole lot of scoring in a lot of these games. Patriots, I mean, this game right here, Mac Jones, 252, 1-1. One one. Damian Harris, 71-1 and one touchdown. He gets hurt. Stevenson, 9 carries for 47 yards. Aguilar, no one's starting Aguilar. 6 for a 110 and 1 touchdown. Deontay, the Pittsburgh Steelers look putrid. Uh, you have uh, Najee Harris, 49 yards. Uh, five catches for 40 yards. Um, Deontay, six for 57. Pedestrian. It's all pedestrian. Falcons. Patterson, 10 for 41. Algier getting 10 totes for 30 yards. London, eight for 86 and one. London was the bright spot. Kyle Pitts is a buy low, but he's also in the panic chamber for good reason. Like you can live in the panic chamber, be a buy low and also be a sell high. And I'm buying them, but there's a risk in buying them. There's definitely a risk in buying them. Uh, Daryl Henderson, whoops. Daryl Henderson, 10 for 47 and 1. Akers, 15 carries, which was encouraging that he got that, 44 yards. Um, but this is clearly a split back backfield. Cooper Cup, 11 catches for 108 and 2. This guy just continues to deliver. No matter what happens, he's delivering. He's He's a top three overall player. If you're drafting right now, it's you're drafting JJ, J, you're drafting JT, Cooper Cup, and JJ, or JT, JJ, and Cooper Cup. You could even go JJ Cup, JT, or Cup, JJ, JT. I, I wouldn't even argue any order of those three. Even though JT struggled today, he's still in that top three. Everyone needs to make sure they don't overreact on that and buy buy him if you can. But uh, Higby, 7 for 71 was nice. 4 for 53 and 1 TD for Allen Robinson. But past that, I mean, it was like, it was just like, pedestrian. Colts, um, 3 INTs for Matt Ryan. Now, granted, he did have his two wide receivers out. But JT, 9 carries for 54 yards. 1 catch for 9 yards. Horrible outing. Uh, Naheem Hines, 4 for 37. It was thought to be a potential de- decent play because of the wide receivers being out, but it was just nothing. Um, James Robinson carried the ball quite a bit. It's not good yards per carry, and I know everyone wants to say James Robinson's you know, an amazing option moving forward. He's a good sell-high candidate, too, because he's very touchdown-dependent. The, the yards per carry has been low. 23 carries for 64 yards. Not an amazing you know, return um on, on in terms of yards per carry but the volume's been there the touchdowns seem to be there he's the guy scoring etn's not as of right now he's he's the better play than etn he's just the better play than etn for right now doesn't mean it won't change kirk 78 yards and two tds continues to deliver one of the more undervalued wide receivers walking into the season and i admit i should have had him higher on my rankings kirk looks really good Kirk looks very, very good. He might even be earning his his contract. Um, Trevor Lawrence, two thirty five and two. Uh, this is from Trucker. I bench Wilson. 
for Pierce. Talk about Damian Pierce. I mean, he looked good. He just didn't get the volume, bro. It's about volume. I, you know, it's hard to know if he's going to get the volume or not. I mean, he he looked a lot better today. Progressively, I I think he gets better. But uh, I bench Wilson Jr. for him and started Mason. Mason was, I mean, look, that was a. I, I put that on my stories. You were playing with fire starting a San Francisco running back. It was probably best to scoop up TDP and Mason together and just wait and let Wilson fail because Wilson was the most likely player to get the yardage and, and, and first look and first crack at the job. But it wasn't a, a very good recommend, recommended start. Um, I, I just bypassed Wilson and I just picked up TDP and, and Mason and I'm banking on one of those guys to deliver. Uh, Kay, uh, Ra, I'll, I'll find your super chat. Thank you for, for dropping it. I'll go get it right now. Appreciate you. Cam Akers season? I don't, I mean, I don't think so, bro. I mean, you, you, it could happen. It could happen, but but it wasn't like he was ultra efficient, but he definitely, let me pull up the, the Rams stats again. 15 for 44. I mean, he, he looked, he looked decent at times. Um, that's uh, 2.9 a, a, a carry though. So it's like his explosion still isn't there. 15 for 44 is 2.9 yards a pop. So not, not good yards per carry. Two catches for 18 yards. It's nice that they're getting him involved, but I highly, highly skeptical that it's Cam Akers season with the, the graphs pointing up. But I mean, it's possible. It's possible. So Trevor Lawrence looking good, two thirty-five and two. I mean Joe Burrow. We would as Joe Burrow owners, we would have loved to have had two thirty-five and two from Joe Burrow today. Unbelievable day. Tua four sixty-nine and six TDs. It's just unreal, unreal. This game was fun, un, unbelievable game. Mostert, 11 carries for 51 yards. Tyreek Hill, 11 carries, 11 catches for 190 and 2. Waddle, 11 for 171 and 2. Both of these guys absolutely balled out. Gesicki, 4 for 41 and a touchdown. And I believe he did a gritty. So this guy, this guy stocks up a little bit, you know? Lamar, 3 TDs, 318, 119 and 1 on the ground. Phenomenal day for Lamar. If, if I if I was to say a guy I was I should have been higher on you know walking in it's Lamar, Lamar looks good. Bateman four one oh eight and one. This team looks great. Now granted they had two very very good matchups. Keep that in mind um, as, as we go and running Lamar. Look what happened to Trey Lance. One, all it takes is one play. It worries me. It worries me. But it worries me to the point where I I ignore the value moving forward. No. Um, I just worry. I just want him to run smartly. I don't want them to run him into the ground. I want him to stay healthy. He needs to run as part of his value. But I mean, this is this is MVP type day out of Lamar Jackson, and, and Bateman had a phenomenal day. Mark Andrews nine for one hundred four in a TD. This was a nice performance. This was a great fantasy football performance right here. This game was phenomenal. This game fed a lot of the reason why a lot of people lost. And say, oh, I'm I'm 0-2 or I'm 1-1 because of today. I got I got cream today. A lot of that scoring came from this game. Yeah, so congrats to anybody that had a, a cluster of those guys. 
Yeah, keep the faith in Burrow. Nobody should be jumping ship on Burrow. He'll still be a buy low. He'll definitely be a panic chamber guy. Why? Why is he? How could he be a panic chamber guy and a buy low, Smitty? Because the offensive line, he could get killed. There's risk involved in owning and trading for Burrow. There's also massive upside. But there's risk because he could get killed. Punch that thumb up button on your way in the door. 246 in here, only 64 thumb ups. Help your boy, Smitty. We're out here grinding. I'm trying to I'm trying to do my best putting the pieces together for everybody that had a bad week two. I had a lot of good week two match uh, 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 teams and I, I had some bad ones as well, guys. I had a bunch of teams that that crapped the bed today and a bunch of teams that did well. I play in a lot of leagues, so it's hard not to feel that way every week. Um, but we're here to put the pieces together. I'm here to try and make the most sense out of what we're looking at. Go forward and adjust and adapt. I'm not going to hold on to old thinking i'm not going to dig my heels in my job is not to do that my job is to try and assess what i feel going forward and there's a lot that changed and we'll go over that all week long a lot has changed jeff wilson 18 carries for 84 yards debo samuel four for 53 they said they upgraded the o-line apparently they didn't do a good job Emerald, it was reported that all offseason long by a lot of, of people that, that that I feel were, were good to trust there. I mean, we can't we can't see a lot of that because they don't play in the preseason. So you do have to look at personnel. You do have to look at coaching. You do have to look at, like, historical trending. It, and it sounded like they did improve the offensive line, but I don't know what they did. Did they move the wrong pieces around? I don't know. They got a, they got a lot of work to do. Joe Burrow's going to get killed if they don't fix that. Lockett, 9 for 107. He clearly isn't somebody you should drop at this point. I mean, somebody, there's a lot of people that had to drop somebody, and sometimes in short, shallow benches, Lockett was, he came up a lot for people, and it was a tough one. It's like, he's not a fun guy to drop, but, you know, are you starting him? Are you counting on him? 11 targets says maybe we should. DK Metcalf, 4 for 35. Starting to worry about DK more than I was in the offseason. I admit that. Kenneth Walker, I like seeing him out there, but he needs more work, obviously. Four four carries is not going to get it done. Six carries for Penny. They better run the ball more, and they better use Walker if they want to they wanna even have a shot at winning games. And this final matchup here, Seattle. Um, or, uh, let's see. I think that was it. I think we went through them all. Oh, Cardinals. Yeah. The Cardinal matchup. I got to put that on screen. Did I, did I show that one? I don't think I did. This matchup. This is such a good game. This Cardinal game. Very proud of the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, 277. One TD, one INT. Five for 28 and one. The stat line doesn't do Kyler justice. Eight carries for 31 yards from Eno Benjamin. Uh, Daryl Williams, eight carries for 51 and a touchdown. And then Kyler Murray, five for 28 and one. Connor, uh, seven carries for 25 yards and he got hurt. We'll have to we'll have to check on his status. At the end of the game, he was on the field. He was excited, kind of like bouncing around. Um, uh, congratulated Kyler. So there's a possibility he's not badly injured. But we do need to check into Connor and walking into the coming days. Jacobs, 19 carries for 69 yards. Um, Devontae Adams, two catches for 12 yards and one touchdown. 
Like, no one expected Devontae Adams to have that bad of an outing. He did. So, if, if anybody wants to say, hey, what about Burrow? What about Jamar? What about, you know, even even a guy like uh, Barkley? You know, what what do you think, Smitty? Are we panicking? Devontae Adams just had two catches for 12 yards. Yeah, he had a touchdown. But that's a very disappointing outing. There are a lot of down, downright disgusting displays of fantasy football scoring and production and performances in the week. Number two. Um, I'm going to do speed round Q&A real quick. And then we're out of here because I'm burned out today. I need to rest my brain. I appreciate all of you. I'm so sorry if any of you had a bad week. I really, it really, really hurts in the core of my being when my people, any, any one of you or any one player that you have does badly. It hurt, it hurts down deep. I feel it. I feel it. I, I carry it with me. And, and it makes me sick that there are a couple of the moon men guys that we've been touting here on the channel. Hardcore guys like Javante and Burrow and Chase. I get it. They're, they're some of my favorite guys. I, I'm I'm disgusted that they're not exploding right now, but I do have faith in those three guys. I don't feel like it's time to run. Um, I feel like it's time to buy low, but it's also time to be cautionary with them too, I suppose, depending on the situation. Trade Eckler for Debo and Etienne? Probably not. I, I think Eckler is a buy low. Scored 68 points. Sorry to hear that, Jordan. It was a bad week for a lot of people, man. It was a bad week for a lot of people. Let's regroup. Let's go in and attack this and, and, and crush it in week number two. Three. Week number three. Let's crush it in week three. Let's figure out. Let's regroup. Let's recalibrate. Let's make some trades. Let's do the. Let's attack the waiver wire. I'll do that at halftime. Trade Najee for Burrow? No, Bruce. You got to get more for, for Najee, my man. James got 170 in one league, 65 in another. That's how I feel. I got to split down. the. I got some horrible teams. I got some great teams. And I've got almost nothing in the middle this week. It feels pretty crazy. Why you even got Taysom? Look, Taysom was an excellent start. He didn't. It didn't. He didn't do well. It was an excellent start. Hey Smitty, I just like. You need to go watch the game. I texted you about Cooper Cup. Relax. Thanks, Smitty. Appreciate you, Petty. Appreciate all all your support uh, and being on the text line. Attack the waiver wire. Out of boy Jordan. Chase and Adams dis, uh, disappointed big time. They're good by lows. My team's amazing. Scored 140 in a .5. Nice job. Lance injury destroyed my dynasty team. Yeah. You know you know who destroyed your dynasty team? Kyle Shanahan. So frustrated with Kyle. This, I don't even want to. Like, I'm supposed to go on a Niner, a Niner show that I do on Instagram. I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to do it because I'm going to be by my lonesome as the Niner fan base celebrates their win and starts talking up Jimmy and raising Jimmy on their shoulders. And I just don't think I can take it today. I don't, because I, I'm going to look like the bad guy and I'm not going to be able to hold back because Shanahan ruined this kid's career. Pitts is killing you. Yeah, I still buy low. Chase is a bust. I don't think so, Howard. 
But trust your gut, Howard. I would trade for him. Trade Najee for Javante. I'd rather have Javante. Zeke Elliott is killing me. Yeah, he, he was a tough player. Yeah, I mean, he it was pretty... It was pretty, you know, he was pretty worrisome. If you had Pollard, you were kind of in a decent position. And now Pollard's looking really good. But who knows if they just dilute the both of them. All right, guys. I appreciate you. We'll rebound. We'll regroup. We'll get this taken care of. And I'll see you all tomorrow. I'll be live if there's breaking news. I'm sure there will be. And then I'll also be live um, at the usual time, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm gonna I'm gonna absorb all this, take it in. I don't even know if I'm gonna go on the, the uh, go on the Niners show on Instagram later. I just feel like this this is just Shanahan just really put me in a, uh, a upset mood today, and, and I just need to I need to like I need to move around that. I don't want to I don't want to absorb it and hold it, you know. Just watching him destroy a kid's career and everybody start supporting. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was a great win and Shanahan did great. He finally, look, he knows what he's doing. This is why you bring Jimmy in. This is why you bring Jimmy in. You ruined the kid's career. You ruined the kid's career. You mortgaged the future. And now you're back with Jimmy G, which doesn't work at the end of the day. Um... It'd be on my Instagram, the fantasy football show on IG. All right, guys, appreciate you all. I work for you. I'm I, I'm gonna be hard at work trying to get you guys back to where you need to get. If some of you are struggling, and for those of you that did great, congratulations. Those of you that had St. Brown and Swift and all the the ballers that balled out today, absolutely uh, amazing. Uh, have a Mexican Coke and enjoy the new House of Dragons episode. That's right, House of Dragon. I can't wait to watch that. Appreciate you, Vamp. Thanks for the super chat. Thank you all. Please punch the thumb up button on your on your way out the door. Um, you know, we're uh, <clears throat> we're at fourteen thousand one hundred and sixty-seven. Amazing number. I wish I was in a little bit better mood to like celebrate that number right now. I, so that's why I'm going to get off. So I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm just. You know, it's just a somber somber day to watch Trey Lance lose his career. Um, go Lions, yeah. Bears looking good first drive. Fields looking good. Go Lions. How about them? Cow- that Cowboys D says Ernest. All right, guys. Appreciate you all. I'll see you later tomorrow. <laughs>